Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Atlanta, what's going on? It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, hey man. man. We hope you had a great long weekend. Uh, Mike Bell, I know you did. Yeah. Taking your lovely wife out to Las Vegas. You mm. got a bunch of stories to tell, I know, along the way. But uh, how you doing, man? You feel all right? Good. We just wanted to talk about Randy and, you know, not even knowing what the quarterback's going to be. Vegas had us at 50-1, to 1, the Falcons, to win it all. And, yes, some would say sucker bet. Sure, I'll take that action. So every year we do it. Always have skin in the game as season ticket holders. But I put down $200. So much like that year that we won't talk about where we blew a big lead, uh, it would be ten grand if they can hit that. Well, listen. It, it, I'll every, take those odds. Well, everybody thinks they know what's going to happen, and I get it. The Chiefs are still in the mix. I understand right. you like what the Ravens are bringing back. They lost a lot of coaches. All this stuff has to play out, man. And, and here's the thing we don't know, Mike. You never know how injury is going to affect these teams, right? Chiefs have been fairly healthy, and let's be honest. I don't wish injury upon anybody. I want to see the best players at the end of the season and certainly in the playoffs. But if that guy gets hurt, forget about it. Right. And you know who I'm talking about. So, I mean, the, the reality is we don't know how this season uh, going into next year is going to play out. we got to find out who the free agents are going to be. we got to find out what the draft's going to look like. So I'm with you. I'm all in, too. I mean, I would have taken it at 33-1, to 1, let alone 50. Right. And different hotels at different odds. Caesars Group, by the way, had it at 40 to 1 for what it's worth. But no, I just thought that, uh, you know, for, you go back to like the Dan Reeves Super Bowl, year before, 7 and 9. 15, before we got Alex Mack. And uh, we remember that amazing draft with all those rookies that, that contributed immediately. We hit. We, we were uh, 8 and 8 under Dan Quinn in 15. The next year we go, obviously, to the Super Bowl. So, you know, I'd like to feel that, hey, as a fan, I'll take those odds. That's what you're, you're always looking for the longest odds because that's your big long shot. Same thing in a horse race, man. All right, so here's the deal. Speaking of a horse race, uh, today, and I t- put it out there, put them up, see Dukes, follow Mike on uh, Twitter, I don't call it X, at MikeBellATL. You can follow the show at Dukes and Bell 929 Here's where I'm at, guys. Bring that man home. Bring him home! It is time to embrace this. He unfollowed the Chicago Bears today on Insta. Mike, we now know after years of going through this process, that is a breakup. We now know that, and listen, I don't know if they've told Justin Fields, hey, we're going to draft a quarterback and we wish you nothing but the best and we're going to try to trade you to the best possible place. I don't know if they've told him that, but by Justin Fields removing the Chicago Bears from his Insta, it everybody in this day and age in 2024 knows that's a breakup. So mm-hmm. if it's a breakup, bring that man home. Let's get him to the A. Now, you're going to say, Dukes, I don't want him. Uh, I had a guy hit me up today who said he doesn't process. Really? That, that's, that's where we're going with this? As a, as a starter in the NFL and as a big-time quarterback at Ohio State, he doesn't process? 
I mean, that's the most ridiculous thing. Guys, when you look at Justin Fields, the only thing I'm going to tell you is please look at his circumstances and surroundings when you talk about what he was able to do and not do. Mm. He had garbage in Chicago. I think I just saw our future quarterback. If he comes here, Mike, he's going to be playing with the best offensive pieces in his career to this point with the guys that we currently have. That's not to say we won't add pieces. So if this is, in fact, where we're going, right, Who's a better fit? You want a 36 or 37-year-old Kirk Cousins? Well, I, I said this on Twitter today, and this is where I, where we kind of go off on different tracks on Justin Fields. If there's some way of knowing what Zach Robinson's going to be as an offensive coordinator, we, we hope we got the right guy. We love that he's coming from the Rams. You know, he had Matthew Stafford, you know, and I would think that Fields is a different guy, but, you know, it's not like you're reinventing the wheel. Quarterback's quarterback. You play to his strengths. He's got to get more accurate. Justin Fields' career in the NFL, he is barely over 60% completion rate. He was 58.9 his first year. This last year, 61%. He's averaged at just over 60. That's low. He's got to be much better at that, and that's why he does things, Carl, which makes you go, wow, he's the dude. And then, you know, the next series he does stuff, you go, what the hell is he doing? Where is he throwing it? So if Zach Robinson can un- unlock all that potential, then I'm down with it. It's just, it's like anything else in this league, there's a risk. I think it's a better risk than the one you're talking about with Kirk Cousins. I do, too. And I'll say this about accuracy. The offensive scheme is going to help him do that. It allows you to create more quick hitters, Mike, and and hit guys in open spaces. Listen, what the Rams do, ask anybody around the NFL. Don't ask me. Ask anybody around the NFL how difficult it is to stop that offense, Mike. And more mm. importantly, when you have a guy that can throw the football like a Stafford, like a golf, and Justin Fields has that kind of arm, you create space and openness for guys that's going to that's gonna get his percentages up. So I'm not as worried about it, but you're right. We do not know what Zach Robinson is going to be as a mm. coordinator. We can't come in here and tell you guys, hey, Zach Robinson is going to be the next, next hot coordinator in the league, right. and in two years he'll be a head coach. I can't tell you that. That has been the trend. If you're coming from that Rams tree or the 49ers tree, good things seem to happen. Wherever those guys have gone, Miami, Cincinnati, we've seen it. So we're hoping we're going to be the next guy to catch lightning in a bottle with Zach Robinson. But look, I, I, just, like, I get the arguments pro and con. And Josh, look, Joshua Dobbs lit us up. I mean, I don't want to. I, I mentioned the Chicago game because it's a, it's a it's a game which most Falcon fans saw. If you're not watching the Bears every weekend and you hadn't seen what Fields does, he shows you that amazing spark. He also runs for touchdowns. I mean, that's the thing. He's run for a ton of touchdowns. Uses his legs. I think he uses them wisely. Yep. And I, I think that, like he's he's dynamic. And the other the X factor of this, which no one, if you're a nerd for stats, you don't think about. It, you can pack the house. You know, pack the house. Well, isn't that the most important thing? Well, I mean, isn't I th- it to some fans? But I mean, just win, baby. I, I we, let me tell you this: you, you want to see the upside in JJ McCarthy, or you want us to bring Justin Fields in here? Exactly. Yeah, I, I think for people who ignore that fact, Mike, and I'm with you. I do want to win. There's no doubt. That's that's number one. But let's not ignore the environment at Mercedes-Benz Stadium and what it's been and what we want it to be. Like. That there's something to you getting behind a hometown kid who's now playing for your hometown team who was a top 10 draft mm. pick who played big-time college football and was the number one quarterback coming out of high school who, oh, by the way, <laughs> then performed really well when he transferred to Ohio State. I just I don't know why you could poo-poo this and say, no, that's not a good fit for Atlanta. It's a perfect fit for Atlanta. 
404-726-0929. It's our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. You can hit us up. Let us know what you think. Garth Lagerway is on the way here in about 10 minutes. President of Atlanta United. They start their uh, season on Saturday. We're going to talk with him about uh, the club and the expectations. Mm -hmm. They open up against Columbus, who beat us up in the playoffs and ultimately went on to win the MLS Cup. So we'll talk to Garth coming up here. I mean, the the great debate about uh, Justin Fields is the same debate you can have to a degree about Baker Mayfield and all the turnover that happened in Cleveland, multiple OCs. And again, we said it earlier, Luke Getze, I mean, I I ran into a ton of, almost every dealer out there is a huge Raider fan in Vegas. (laughs) And they're all like, you know, because a couple guys I know, they're like, what do you think? I'm like, you hired a bum as your OC. And the guy's like, I know, no one's really excited about that. I go, yeah, Cliff Kingsbury would have been one thing. You got like a booby prize. He had a guy that didn't play to his strengths. Everyone remembers that uh, post-game you know, press conference or just uh, media scrum where he goes, yeah, I wish these guys would let me do my thing, you know, because they aren't. And people, you know, people in Chicago basically came around in the season and say, he's right. They didn't use him the right way. Because, but, Carl, throwing for 33 touchdowns in two years, that's great if it's 1975. It's tough. In, in this NFL, I think Falcon fans, and you're elite. He's got to be 25 to 30 touchdowns. He's got to get that. He's got to get up there. I think, Mike, you could certainly blame a little bit half and half. I'm going to go half and half because I'm not going to put it all on on the coaching staff. There are times where I think you just have to make the right plays. Mm -hmm. But I also look at the fact that they just went out and got a, a legitimate wide receiver in DJ Moore last season. Go look at the guys he was throwing to. They were bums. So I'm, I put half on him and half on this coaching staff and their inability. By the way, like you talked about, Getz, not there. There are guys who are not there. Uh, Matt Eberflus, you know, now this is why I think they're trying to move on because they have the number one pick. And we'll see what they do with that pick. It's Dukes oh, and Bell. That's a convenient narrative. I know it is, Art. <laughs> it's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Um, as we talk about the Falcons, ESPN has us as one of the breakout teams of 2024. This is great. Like, this is this is fun. Without even having a quarterback, they got us as a break. I like it. Like, I mean, some guys would say that's ass and I. That's ridiculous. Hey, you know what? I'm looking for any glimmer of hope I can get my hands around, Carl. Well, they like everything else about us. That's right. what they like. They like the hire of Raheem Morris. They like the fact that we do have one of the best offensive lines. They like the fact, Mike, that Jesse Bates is an all-pro safety. They like the fact that we drafted B. John Robinson, and they believe his potential is more than what we got this year. Drake London. They like everything about us, and that's why we're on this breakout list. It has nothing to do with our quarterback because if we had one, then where would we be? Would we be considered one of the top ten teams in the league if we had a legitimate quarterback yes. to, to hang our hat on? Yes. I mean, to all the things we talked about. I know those guys are so in their bag about Ryan Nielsen not being able to stick around. We got we got some good things that are happening here. Still have to find that big time edge rusher. We've been looking for look. We've been like searching for an edge rusher in this franchise, like Captain Ahab looking for Moby Dick. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's been decades with a few in betweens like John Abraham and Patrick Kearney, and we've talked about you know obviously Chuck Smith. The, Think about this. The most fearsome, the most fearsome defenses team has had is 26 years ago, right? Long time. I mean, that's long a time. long time ago, man. So that's and that was Chuck Smith and Shane Dronette and Travis Hall and those dudes and Lester Archambault. But and again, we're like, wasn't like it was all Pro Bowlers, but they got the job done. That's all we're looking for. Get some heat. I don't know. It's frustrating because you've seen everybody who went to the Super Bowl either had a quarterback that was dynamic and or a defense that was dynamic or both. Both. Yeah, no doubt about it. Chiefs were second in the league in sacks and they had a dynamic quarterback. You wonder why they won the Super Bowl. Think about the overtime period where Chris Jones makes the play Mm -hmm. to make them kick a field goal rather than score a touchdown. You have to have dudes. And we just don't have enough right now on defense. We got some. We don't have enough. 404-726-0929. This hour is brought to you by the Man Cave Store for family, friends, and fun. Visit mancavestore.com. Along the way, Mike will share some stories. Mm -hmm. He got a chance to see and experience one of the most incredible things in the world right now. 
and we're going to talk about that. Also along the way, we're going to get into all the other things as free agency, Mike, will get underway um, and the tag deadline. And, right. uh, you know, here's the deal. This is when you know you have a couple of guys on your team that, that are special. Um, it's been a few years since we even talked about the tag with right. the Falcons. Because there's no need. Yeah, between the older guys, you know, Calais Campbell and Jeff Okuda, we, we'll talk about it. I mean, I know some guys are upset that Cordero Patterson was outright, you know, got his outright release. We'll get into it because I don't think he was worth keeping last year, if we're honest, based on the stats. All right, coming up, Garth Lagerway, president of Atlanta United, joins us next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and Odyssey.com. It's already that time. Look, spring training is here. Mm. We're going to talk some Braves coming up because over the weekend, um, we found out something that I think is going to be a big part of this upcoming season. But it also means that this time of year we're talking about Atlanta United. Their season starts on Saturday. Garth Lagerway is the president of Atlanta United. He joins us on the waitforward.com hotline. Garth, good to have you back on. Uh, last time we talked to you, we were down at Mercedes-Benz. It was the first official practice uh, and now here we find ourselves uh, literally, you know, four or five days away from the opener against Columbus. Um, tell us first and foremost how important it is for this this club to get off to a good start because looking at the schedule, Columbus, Cincinnati, New England, Chicago, Oof. all good clubs, and uh, the first, you know, nine or ten games are going to be big for us. Absolutely. But the thing we got going for us is that we only play one game a week for the basically the first three months of the season. Mm. And it, with respect to Champions Cup, this is the other uh, competition going on right now. Seven of the Eastern Conference teams are part of that tournament, and we are not. So we got to take advantage of that where those other teams may be distracted, some of those top teams. Uh, and we, we are able to put our best players on the floor week after week here for the first two or three months of the season. So I think we got a really good chance to start fast. Last time we saw you, Garth, out there at Mercedes-Benz, they're getting ready. They had, uh, you know, some competition. One of the big competitions is bringing some guys into battle with our man, Brad Guzan. And it looks like Brad's going to be your goalkeeper going to start the season. It was a good battle back and forth with him and uh, Josh Cohen. I think Josh has done really well of establishing himself as a viable alternative, uh, something that I don't think we had last year. So both goalkeepers have done well. That's a great problem to have. And uh, we'll see who Gonzalo picks ultimately on opening day. We're talking with Garth Lagerway, guys, Atlanta United president. Do we have the... Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Best three DPs, designated mm. players in the MLS, in your opinion? Uh, we really have two DPs, right, in, in Yakamakis and Almada. Um, and then we have what I would call three DP lights. So we had Saba last year. We got Gregerson now. We have Sleesh, the midfielder that we signed. So what I would say is we have half of our starting lineup who we believe are DP quality players. Um, and if we can bring all five of those guys to bear on top of the other uh, high-quality players we have, the Brooks Lennon, the Caleb Wileys, uh, et cetera, uh, then I think we've got a real good chance to be successful. It is the president of Atlanta United guys, Garth Lagerway, with us here on the WaitFor.com hotline. Now, I'm not putting words in your mouth. I just read some things in the preseason that says Pineda on hot seat to start season. So what's the expectations for Pineda? Uh, look, we, we've set our goals out clearly. We, we want to finish in the top four in the East. Um, and before folks say, hey, that doesn't sound that ambitious, you think about we got the Supporters' Shield uh, winner in Cincinnati, we got the defending champ in Columbus, and we got a team in Miami that spent, you know, uh, $80, $90 million in terms of uh, payroll. So um, it's a really competitive Eastern Conference. Um, but we got to finish in the top four. We want to advance on the League's Cup uh, past the group stage. So I think we have some clear uh, guideposts along the way uh, for progress for the team. Um, we are, you know, we need to make progress, we, and I think that'll be measurable. And the good news is, I think everybody will kind of know if we're hitting those those landmarks or we're not. Um, and then, if at the uh, along the way or at the end of the season, we have to make decisions, and we'll make those. But we really believe the team is better this year. I think one of the, the big problems we had last year was because of the defense was inconsistent. Uh, we really could lose any lead from any position that really hurt us on the road. It really hurt us when we tried to build consistency. And I think we're going to be able to have that consistency now with this group. For the first time since I've been here, we have 11-plus starters, meaning guys who are MLS league average or above that are signed in every position. And if healthy, we can put our best foot forward. We should have a chance against any team in the league. Well, you're talking about improvement. I mean, we gave up 53 goals last season. That's the most of any team that made the playoffs so that has to improve. But but let me ask you this. Since you've been here, do you feel like, with what you just said, that this is now your club? Now, you came in, we had good pieces, but you've added to that. And do you feel like now, with what you've been able to do, that this is your club and these are the guys that, that you've gone out and made moves to get? Look, we are making progress. We, we are moving <laughs> forward. Um, we are, you know, I would call us 75% optimized right now in terms of the long-term plan and some things, some systems and processes. Um, we got the groundwork and the foundation everywhere. We got to keep pushing, though, uh, to, to push and get the results. 
and, and so, look, everything's ultimately my responsibility. So in that sense, it's been my team since day one. Um, but I, we have work to do if we're going to still be that sustainable, compete for championships every year posture. Uh, but that's certainly our ambition. And, uh, we again, we think we're going to be clearly better this year than we were last year. Here it is almost, what, uh, just a few days before the season starts, and Tiago Almada is still on Atlanta United. So should we expect him to be here in September? You know, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> a lot of hypotheticals, a lot of excitement about this season. Now, look, we're going to do whatever's best for Tiago, whatever's best for us. Um, you know, if we get the offers that we hope for, then, uh, you know, that's something we'll explore. And likewise, as I've told you guys in the past, uh, you know, we have a salary cap set up such that Almada can stay as long as he wants. Mm. Uh, and, and if he wants to go, likewise, we will try to find an accommodation for that. The summer is probably the best time for that uh, in the sense of that's where the market is the best and has the most opportunities, hopefully has the most op- uh, replacement opportunities as well should we uh, have to go that direction. But our first choice remains to have Tiago in the team. And, uh, again, we'll, we'll try to find a win-win for everybody uh, if Tiago wants to go. You know, you were talking about adding uh, – we've got depth now, maybe more so than we've had the last few years. A lot of that is the homegrown signees. Um, does anybody jump out to you, Garth, as far as these, these homegrown signees? Or I think we've got, you know, four or five guys that are going to see significant time. Is there anybody that you feel like, hey, has made a real big jump? Look, Caleb Wiley, I think, has, has continued to improve in the offseason. I mean, we forget that a year ago mm. he started out as, as a left wing for us the first couple of games and was the – wasn't even slated to start um, at the beginning of the season, and now he's our, our lockdown left back. So I think that he was with the national team in January. I think that helped him. Like He's going to continue to grow. And, look, we need to continue to get contributions all over the field, whether it's from a Johnny in the middle of the field to Tyler Wolf up top. Um, and, you know, some of these kids that were, that were signing, you know, are more long-term track. Um, but a lot of potential there. And, and when you spend the money that we've spent on the starting eleven. You're going to have to have young players that make contributions and form your depth uh, because we are definitely top-heavy in terms of how we built things. Um, and so that's, that's going to be a critical component is what we do in that player development space going forward. It is a Garth Lagerway, guys. Uh, so we'll talk more about the Braves, more about the Falcons and all the stuff that's floating around, these rumors that are out there. The, uh, the, the team itself, I mean, Carl asked you about you know, your vision of the squad. You know, you want to tweak it, put your stamp on it. The style, we said last year, there were times, especially down the stretch in like July and August, where it kind of captured the vibe of the 17 and 18 team. Is that what we should, fans should expect to see more of that this year? Yeah, look, that, that's what we have to strive for, right? I mean, it, it, that is the high watermark for Atlanta United. We have to get back there. We have, you know, somehow, some way. Um, now, look, we have to, I, I, you know, the strategy we've adopted is, is one of incremental growth, build a good foundation, and then move forward kind of one step at a time where hopefully uh, we're taking our, our footsteps surely and, and even if sometimes they're slowly. Um, you know, but in, in the simplest terms, we spent the first transfer window last winter trying to move out a bunch of guys that maybe weren't the right fit long-term. Then we spent the summer uh, putting the offense in a good position for the long-term. Uh, and now we spent this winter putting the defense in, a, in what we hope is a good position for long-term. So if you look at that, just in terms of kind of three phases, um, obviously we have some potential bumps ahead with what happens with Thiago um, and, and how do we organize that, that position of franchise cornerstone. But we have the building blocks in place. We are making progress. We are. We should be moving forward and hopefully getting back to the heights of that 17-18 team sooner than later. 
Before we let you go, uh, you know, we now know a couple of weeks ago it came out, how many matches we get for the World Cup, what that's going to look like around the country. Uh, I just want your your thoughts on what it's going to do for our city um, and and what you think that's ultimately going to look like. I I think, you know, for those people who experienced the Olympics here, it was a long time ago in 96, but uh, it will be similar in the fact that the world will be watching Atlanta. And I just want to know what you think it means for Atlanta and the city and and what that's going to look like. I think the Olympic analogy is the right one. I mean, you're talking about a month-long tournament. The significance of those eight games, yes, that's, you know, you can do your math and that's worth X number of dollars uh, to the economy and the tourism and and all that stuff. Uh, But it's a month-long celebration of soccer in our city. And, And if you look at the impact, uh, the legacy of the Olympics, it was massive and, and, and long-sustaining. And we think the same thing is going to happen for soccer um, with the World Cup coming to town and, and being able to get that semifinal along with all those, all those games. You know, with U.S. soccer moving here, the men's and women's teams are both going to play in our building this year. Um, when you talk about things like Copa America this summer and then potentially the Club World Cup in 25 and then maybe a Women's World Cup on the back end of the Men's World Cup, uh, you know, in, in 27 or 31, uh, you know, you just have this just incredibly heightened possibility right now for the growth of sport, um, not only in Atlanta, but in this country. And I think it's just a, a tremendous opportunity for us. And it's going to leave in, an indelible mark on Atlanta. I mean, we, we believe it's Atlanta is now the epicenter of soccer in North America. And, and now we get to kind of reap the, reap the rewards of the investments that we've made and, and hopefully bring them to fruition. Great stuff. Garth, good luck. Start of the season on Saturday. We'll be there cheering you guys on, and uh, we look forward to our visits throughout the course of the season. Thank you again. Awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. No doubt. Garth Lagerway, guys, Atlanta United president here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Yeah, man, I know we just want to win, and we want to win from the jump, and he gave you a pretty good scenario there with other teams because of uh, Copa. I uh, got to get more teams and more sorry, more matches in the week as we're just playing one team a week. So that should be something hopefully we'll take advantage of. Yeah, and I think that's great from the standpoint of bringing the, the fans together. Mm-hmm. Mike, We listen, a few years ago we were going to Wednesday night matches. It was tough. We talk about it. Right. And, and it didn't have the feel that a Saturday no. match would have. So to have that spaced out like that is good for health purposes. Guys are going to be healthy. You're going to get the best of the best. And then, two, just from a crowd standpoint, man, you'll be able to pack it. And like I said to Garth at the end of the, the interview, I mean, there were some moments last year that it did feel like it did back in 17 and 18 and parts of 19. So we're just trying to get some of that back. And I know it is frustrating sometimes in the business model, but he did. Uh, it's almost as confusing as the NBA salary cap, it how, is. how they manage the loot. But he does have a pretty good squad. And the pieces they did add last year have all been contributing. So hopefully they continue that. All right, coming up, we got a lot more to dive into. Bring him home. Poll questions <laughs> up at it's Dukes and Bell 929. Polarizing. Uh, you can vote and let us know what you think. Uh, the reason why I'm saying this is because Justin Fields, hometown kid, uh, Bears current quarterback, all right, and they'd have to trade for him. We know this. This is not a gimme. But uh, he unfollowed his team on Insta, and uh, I think that's a sign as to him being ready to move on and the team is probably ready to move on from him when the draft rolls around. All right, we'll talk more about that, but when we come back, we now know how the 12-team field is going to be selected. We'll talk about it next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We've got tickets for you to go see Chris Tucker. Do you understand the words that are coming, coming out, out of my, my mouth? mouth? He's going to be at the Fox. Yeah, hometown guy, man. And uh, he's back on tour. It's the legendary tour. March 14th at the Fox. And uh, tickets on sale at thefoxtheater.com. You will be given a chance to win two right here on Dukes and Bell. Stay tuned. We'll give you an opportunity between now and 7 o'clock. Thanks to Garth Lagerway for stopping by. Uh, we have plenty of football conversation to get to. NFL Blitz is on the way in about 20 minutes. Also, uh, we're going to talk plenty about the Braves. Over the weekend, we found out um, through a, a live batting session or live live BP um, that Spencer Strider has added a pitch. Yep. And Something we've been talking about for as long as he's been here. Well, you were adamant about this, um, saying, does he need to add one? And you were asking the question last year, and I yeah. said, listen, if he can get guys out with a fastball and slider, so right. be it. I, you know, I, I was fortunate enough to know Roger Clemens well enough and watch him over the years. He had a fastball and a slider, and he was pretty damn good. He didn't have three or four or five pitches. And the thing is, if this is what uh, Spencer Strider is going to do with this slurve, okay, because right. he's not admitting that it's a curveball, but it is a – uh, you know, it's it's something off of a curve, and it's about the arm angle and all of that, and depending on how he throws it, depends on how it breaks. That's what pitching is about. So, Mike, I think this, right. if in fact it is something he's going to use, now, by the way, and I, I would have been spring, happy. spring training, right. you're just yes. experimenting. Correct. So, I, I don't know if he's going to use it, but if he uses it, then we'll see. Well, I would have been happy with it, just a change-up. You know, but, I mean, but if that's where he's going to go with it, I mean, all the all the true greats. Look, unless you are Roger Clemens or Dwight Gooden in his prime, you know, and I think Strider, his problem is he, he the only thing that gets Strider in trouble is the pitch count because the yep. guys can sit on that cheese and foul it off like 15 times, and then all of a sudden, you know, he's got 70 pitches through four innings. That's why I love having something which can change up, or in this case, a slurve to get guys out and and throw them off and yeah, keep these guys on their heels. Yeah, I, we will see. Again, World he World could, Series of Bus. It is World Series of Bus. He could use this in spring. 
not feel comfortable enough with it to throw it in a game and say, I'll just wait and continue Mm -hmm. to work. But this is when you get this in. And by the way, this just didn't start. He's been probably working on this since the season was over, and now he's feeling comfortable enough to throw it full speed and go against his own guys and Matt Olson uh, and a couple other guys that he threw to over the weekend. So more on that coming up. It's Dukes and Bell, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Orrin is off today. Turtle is in doing all the things. Executive producing, he'll have Yeah Man, No Man coming up. Turtle, let's hit some headlines. Strap in, youngins. With Dukes and Bell. Speaking of the Braves, what did Snit have to say about Ronald Acuna maybe topping what he did last year? He might be the only guy I know that could go out and top what he did last year. I mean, and um, I know just seeing him at, at FanFest a few weeks ago, how excited he is. And, and uh, you know, he, and there's another driven young man that, that just wants to continue to get better and, and uh, has a lot of fun playing, which I always say if I had that kind of ability, I'd have fun playing too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he tops it, Mike. Right. But even if he gets close to what he did last season, he might be looking at another MVP. Either way, I just need him to be healthy. I need him to. I need this lineup to be healthy and produce. Probably still pretty wet. That's that's all I'm looking for. And we'll get into it in depth a little bit later in the show. But uh, it was clarified by the person who asked the question of Ronald Acuna wanting to be a brave for life. That it's more about, you know, yes, he's very comfortable here. Some people immediately, because it's rather a slow news cycle, took it to, he wants more money. Now, I've been wondering when the contract extension will come, because by any metric, he is woefully underpaid, and as is his buddy Ozzy Albies. But uh, it's not, it wasn't a cry or a demand for more coin just yet. What about Chris Sale? Uh, I heard a lot of fodder over the weekend from people talking about Chris Sale. He's going to be fine. Listen to Chris Sale talk about where he's at right now. It was fun. I went into the offseason. I had a lot of fun this offseason being able to play baseball and do things that I haven't been able to do. You know, I'm throwing bullpens here early in the offseason, and uh, you know, I was supposed to throw 20, and you end up throwing you know, 33, 34, and it's like, well, I haven't been able to do this. So you know, I get to like 20, and it's like, I'm still having fun doing this. So I just I want to keep doing it. So um, you know, this is the first time I've gone into an offseason without dealing with something since. No rehab. First mm-hmm. offseason in three years, really three and a half, but he's not had uh, something to deal with in the offseason and then try to come back to spring training. He's been completely healthy. Now, is he going to be, Mike, the all-star and Cy Young candidate that he was in 2018? I don't know, but I think he's going to be fine. Now, I got to be honest. At first blush, I was surprised by the size of the contract, the numbers involved for a guy that's doing all those things you said, but he did have a great second half. Alex Anthopoulos came on with us what, about uh, three weeks ago to yeah. say, if you look at where he was and how he's getting guys out, Plus, one thing we will want in this year, if we're going to back up World Series or bust, this guy's got some dog in him, and he's definitely got that. He's definitely got some of that little, you know, some nastiness. Edge. Yeah, we need it. Meanwhile, speaking of edge, will the will the rock uh, will the uh, <laughs> will the uh, Falcons? Jeez, the Hawks have an edge here in the second half. Hmm. Um, All Star Game I don't know. was completely unentertaining to me. I don't know if I'm the only guy. I was All-Star Saturday, Mike, and I know you were out in Vegas having a good time. All-Star Saturday, I watched the three-point shootout because I wanted to see what Trey was going to do. I watched Steph Curry and his uh, competition, which was incredible. The All-Star game itself, I don't know what you guys were expecting if you were disappointed in the All-Star game. Right. A lot of points being scored, but the fact of the matter is, Mike, I just was not even enamored by no, what, what you, happened. You're not alone. A lot of national guys, I know you of which you are one now. I mean, guys, it's and the casual fan. It sucks. It's not good. 
All the All-Star games have really kind of devolved. The only one that's worth anything is Major League Baseball because your pitchers are still throwing 100 miles an hour in that. So, I mean, the batters still have to face real competition. No, in basketball, nobody plays a lick of D. Guys, the over for the NBA All-Star game was 363 and a half, and it was over by a fortune. That's crazy. And I hit it. Crazy. And I didn't, I didn't sweat it for a second. You know, other than, you know, Sabrina Ionescu going up against Steph Curry. Correct. There really wasn't much of anything other than Trey hitting a three-point shot from like five rows up in the stands. And Sabrina, by the way, was shooting threes from where the men shoot threes. Yes. Okay. The this most wasn't... Com- yeah, the, the most compelling thing was what Charles Barkley had to say about the contest, arguing with Draymond Green about not liking the weather of uh, Indianapolis. <laughs> you know, and basically saying, I don't want to go to San Francisco. Bunch of homeless crooks. You know, that's that's the most interesting thing that came out of the All-Star weekend. That was the alternate broadcast, by the way, that they were on with Charles and, and those guys. But, yeah, I just, you know, if you were like, oh, I don't get overly excited. It's the All-Star game. It's an exhibition game. It's entertainment. And at the end of the day, if you took it as that, then you could watch it and not be upset about, I can't believe nobody's playing defense. No one's ever Played defense in the last twenty years. Well, this is but, just but, what it's been. But when they did, you know, hold on, I disagree. When they went to that, the Kobe, you know, the, the twenty-four points at the end of the fourth quarter, the guys started playing some degree of defense. There was a level of intensity which came up, other than just guys basically throwing stuff off the backboard and it turned into like some and one nonsense, which is kind of what it is right now. Okay, so one out of the last twenty years. No, no, but, <laughs> no, but, but they had rules in place to create that. Now they're back to just a free-for-all. I thought the East versus West would create that, Mike. I did. I don't know. Mm. I, I like the East versus West. That takes me back to being a kid when right. it was East versus West, and it mattered to guys in what conference they were in, and it mattered they had pride in playing the Western Conference guys because they wanted to prove right. they were better. Well, it was Bird and Magic, and later on it was you know Michael and you know Carl Malone and everything. There was always a balance of superstars, and this year it was more obviously more talent on the East since Dane came East and others. And then, of course, Trey – We'll talk more about this coming up, but Trey just can't get any love. Doc Rivers doesn't do any favors. I think he and Ant-Man had the fewest minutes in this All-Star game. All right, speaking of Trey, he was asked about the trade rumors over the weekend. Here was his response. Well, it's, it's part of it. I mean, the best players in the game have all been traded. Uh, I mean, some of the few lucky ones have been blessed to be drafted in situations where they can win championships and, and it all be perfect for them. They can stay in that one situation forever. And that's that's what I wanted to do. And that's what I want to do with Atlanta. Um, but who knows? This this is uh, it's a type of league where things change and that happens. But obviously, my my mindset is staying in Atlanta right now. And okay, mindset is staying mm-hmm. in Atlanta right now. So I know we're always. It's funny because every time we, you and I mention this on the show, I get so you and I get someone on the text line or somebody hit us up on Twitter. Stop saying Trey's going to demand it. No, no, we're not saying he's going to, but a lot of other stars have when they're in a situation that Trey finds himself in. Now, when we debated last week about why Trey doesn't get the love, I don't know what that was. It's just Doc being a jerk. What, what did you make of that? He did have say he was tied for the most assists in the fewest seven, minutes seven. on that game. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean. Do, do, did he do, go guys in, just, do, do guys just hate Trey's guts? Well, did he go into the game and was told, hey, we're only playing a certain amount of minutes? I don't know. I, my guess is no. You're reserved. Right. Like you, The starters are the guys that are going to get the most minutes because the fans, right, that's who but people want to see. With the second most votes got the second least minutes. It's not right. No. It's not right. No. Yeah. Hey, by the way, uh, NASCAR got jammed up with the weather. It was t- rain all over Florida. William Byron wins the Daytona 500 if you missed it. And Carl... This is you're talking about the All Star game. And what's wrong with it? NASCAR, nothing. And then bang, the giant wreck that takes out everybody and all the name guys. And Byron is a name guy. He's got a bunch of wins in the series, but he gets his first Daytona 500. But the big one, whether it's Talladega or Daytona, cars racing in packs means big wrecks and losing a lot of star power.
Headlines brought to you by our friends at ATL. Uh, live well. Don't just live. Live well, guys. It's Dukes and Bell. Coming up, we're going to talk more about what's going on around the NFL. Things are going to start to heat up here as we get to the offseason. Lots of dates to look ahead to, including next week. Next Tuesday, combine starts. Hey, let's talk about college football for a second because we now know how the 12 teams are going to be determined. Five plus seven format. Remember it. That's what you're going to hear a lot of. Five plus seven, all right? And the reason behind this is the Pac-12. Once that went under, they had to reevaluate what was going on. And so under the 12-team playoff format that begins this fall, I can't wait, the four highest-ranked conference champions. So think about it. Four highest-ranked conference champions. If that's Georgia, great. If Georgia's number one, then they'll be number one in the polls. They'll be ranked accordingly, and they'll be seeded one through four. Those four teams, just like we've had with the four-team playoff, will get a bye. So you want to be one of those four teams. You want to be a conference champion. Then, okay, the team seeded five through 12 will play each other in the first round on the home field of the higher-ranked seed. So, for example, five will host 12. Six will host 11, seven will host 10, eight will host nine. That is how the first round or the quarters will, will start. We'll get to the semis, and then you have what we've had the last few years, Mike, where we get to the final four. And with the brutal schedule that George is looking at, they might be one of those teams that find themselves in that 5-12 to 12 range. We'll find out, or four, I should say 6-12 to 12 range. The, uh, the funny part of this, as you mentioned, is the Pac-3. You and I were just joking around off the air, like, well, Washington State's going to meet with – meet about what? You're cobbling together a schedule, Carl, with a bunch of Mountain West teams that you're trying to maintain relevance. It just ain't going to happen. So, yeah, I just think you're going to see all of those 6 through 12 loaded with uh, Big Ten and SEC. All right, guys, this hour is brought to you by the Man Cave Store. For family, friends, and fun, visit mancavestore.com. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.